Welcome to SHIFT, a college admissions ACT and SAT podcast for a changing world. I'm Tyler, founder of Achievable, and we have an affordable ACT course that uses memory-based adaptive learning technology to get you better results in less time. You can get a free trial of this course by visiting achievable.me, and if you like it, be sure to use the code podcast to get 10% off your purchase. Also, if you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss in a future episode, please contact me at tyler at achievable.me with the subject line podcast topic. Now let's get started. So today we have Sarah Cook from College Bound Career Ready. Sarah, if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and your background, that'd be great. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, Experience has given me a passion to make the complicated process of college admissions more organized and more approachable for students and families. My early professional years were spent in three different states and encompassed 18 years in public education. I taught seemingly everything from English to special education to college success, but it was serving as a college and career coordinator that I found my dream job. Families deserve an educated advocate who can support them through the college admissions process. And so after several years of research, I founded CBCR in 2015 with a mission to help students work with purpose during high school in order to gain admission to success. Uh, we have grown mm-hmm. over the past seven years to eight exceptional independent college admissions consultants and have worked with over 450 families Uh up and down the East Coast and also abroad. Uh, We really believe that uh, students deserve the opportunity to have an ally to work with them. Um, And so we customize our work in order to help them throughout the process. Fantastic. And so that also means that you have probably seen a couple of essays in your time here. Yes, I have. Yeah, so let's talk about that. I I feel like um, really when you... When you're a student, you kind of really are only doing your one essay, right? But as uh, someone who actually works with, you know, over 450 families, that means you've seen a lot of essays and kind of have perspective on it. So I'd love to start with our topic today, which is essay composition, to really go through like, you know, what what are the, the core like backbone pieces of a great essay or like the core approaches? And there's probably a couple different approaches as well. Absolutely. Um, I think, you know, the most important piece of a strong admissions essay is that the student is both reflective, but also that they develop a strong theme throughout and needs to be cohesive and it needs to be representative of the student's voice and and of Mm -hmm. their experiences. So, it can't be something that is rushed or, you know, even written within a day. I think some of the best admissions essays that I've seen students compose and have had the good fortune of working with them through, uh, they take months. They really take mm-hmm. time to put together thoughtfully and patience because there are many drafts that it may go through in order to finally, you know, hone in on on a voice that the student feels substantiates who they are and can deliver um, a message to prospective admissions officers at at their colleges. Yeah. So then let's talk about approaches Um, at just a high level, right? This is kind of me riffing off of what I've learned from these interviews, which is Mm -hmm. a lot less experience than you have, but it definitely feels like two of the most popular approaches are either 
number one, you know, I like went through this experience and I learned something from it. Mm-hmm. Or number two, you know, this is sort of what I like, this is an example or sort of an applied an application of like my passion for this topic and why I really, you know, want to pursue it for my career or whatever it is. And so, I mean, I feel like those are just two very basic ones, but I'm, I'm very curious, like what is kind of the core, let's say like types or themes that you see working really well? I think the first one that you mentioned in terms of, you know, the experiences that students have had, I think that those often are are some of the best uh, mm-hmm. admissions essays that I've seen composed uh, only because they're they're speaking their truth they're speaking from things that they have learned and oftentimes there's a vulnerability that's attached to them and sometimes it can feel a little bit uncomfortable but and oftentimes when it is that discomfort is present, they're doing it correctly. They have that honesty um, in terms of, you know, looking at their experiences and, and conveying them to someone else. Uh, in regards to the professional piece, I often uh, encourage students to steer away from that. Uh, their supplemental writing that they may have to compose depending upon the college or university they apply to. Mm-hmm. You know, the two most popular prompts we see are why our college or why your major. And so we want to try to reserve that for that space in the event it's present. So mm-hmm. we, I do try to coach my students to compose an essay based off of their experience, but also, you know, to discuss their growth, who they once were versus who they are now, and then who they hope to become and kind of giving that broader picture But that being said, it can't be a very broad, you know, one size fits all kind of essay. It really needs to be personalized based on, you know, their culture or, um, you know, geographical location or their unique perspective. And so, you know, we want to have some character that is uh, invoked within that essay so that that voice is unique to them. Right. So then let's talk about how to build an essay that will bring that character out, right? You talked about the process being months, and I I do agree that the more time you give yourself, the better the end product is going to be. And you should definitely not be doing this in a week or even a weekend. (laughs) But you also, you know, so let's say you've got two or three months, like how do you structure this process in such a way to give you the best opportunity to, you know, tease out those details and, and put together a compelling story? Sure. So usually, you know, with my juniors, we begin the process spring of their junior year. So usually around February, the discussion begins and we try to do a a battery of uh, brainstorms to kind of, you know, flush out what have they experienced, what were the most meaningful memories of their life thus far. And, you know, for, for any of us, whether you're, you know, a teenager or an adult saying, you know, what are the most poignant moments of my life? That's a very big, broad based question that can be challenging to answer. But, you know, forcing that uh, discomfort to an extent where you're you're really kind of assessing your life and the experiences that you've had, uh, I think that can be such an important exercise in it figuring out what are those topics that I want to cover or what is my unique perspective. You know, you get 
talking with students and asking them, you know, what is unique about you? Some really struggle with identifying, you know, how am I different than my peers uh, Mm -hmm. and what makes me special? So I do try to ask questions, uh, not only of the student, but also of their family. Uh, Students always love it when their parents get homework, (laughs) you know, Asking them, you know, one of one of my favorite questions is for them to have to ask their parents, their siblings, and then, uh, you know, they could choose, you know, their best friends or their teachers. But, you know, deliver five characteristics that describe the student. And when we look in the mirror and we assess ourselves, we may see a certain person, uh, but others may see us very differently. And so just asking the people who are closest to you, how do they view you? And then working backwards by taking all of those characteristics and then saying, okay, you're about to apply to, uh, you know, seven to 12 universities of your choosing. How do you ensure that these admissions officers know you, maybe not quite as well, but as best as they can in a 650 word, you know, four and a half minute essay that they're going to read? How do we ensure that they know you as well as the people who are close to you? And so we kind of work backwards through that and thinking about, you know, who are you? How do people see you? And how can we convey that in your story? Right. Well, and I also do think that there's, you should kind of keep in mind what do admissions officers want to see, right? Like, I mean, obviously you want to be authentic and genuine about yourself, but if, you know, that means that you're like, yeah, I'm really smart, but I also like, you know, I do the homework in 30 minutes and I play a lot of Call of Duty. Right. I mean, you don't want to put that in the essay, right? So no. I, I think that, I think it would be interesting to hear from you kind of like, essentially what are like when you're, let's say you've got your brainstorming list of all the things about you that you have, what are the things that you're looking for to pull out and, you know, basically use to like anchor the essay? Sure. Uh, And I think, you know, our stories, um, the best stories that we can deliver often have less to do with the subject than they do with the significance of that subject. And so for students to be able to think about, you know, the experience or the the moments that have impacted them, that have um, established growth that they feel like, you know, they really learned something from it or it changed their perspective. And, you know, we do discuss, you know, you know, the, the top essay topics you want to avoid. You don't want to talk about athletic injuries. You don't want to talk mm. about grandma because then the essay is about grandma, not about you. Um, mm-hmm. But it could be meaningful moments with her and how she's influenced your character, your perspective. Um, and you want to avoid, you know, Mission trips, they say, because uh, for those, you know, they they can kind of be a blanket statement. Uh, but you could talk what about is a, what is a mission. When you say mission trip, do you mean like I went to the Bahamas to build Habitat for Humanity right. houses, or what yeah. are you referring to? <laughs> yes, uh, and it, you know, any any travel, it's not necessarily about where you went. But what? How did you grow as a person? Like, how did this mm. impact your perspective on the world? Um, or on, you know, environments that are outside of your own. Uh, We, you know, students especially often are in this microcosm of their high school or their town that they grew up in and Mm -hmm. think beyond them themselves and, you know, who else is out there and, and varying perspectives. So it's important to 
edit to an extent because we don't want those Call of Duty kind of essays coming out. And it, there is an importance of, of bragging to an extent, but it, if you're putting in something that's braggable, so I finished my homework in, in 30 minutes or less, you know, as you had mentioned, what, what are we really getting at there? What's the core of the message or what are you trying to convey to these admissions officers? You know, is there something, a subject area that comes naturally to you? Um mm-hmm. Because that could also be taken in the wrong light that you rush through things and that mm-hmm. you don't take your time to think through assignments. So it, it's really the message that you walk away from. And, and that's always a question I ask students, you know, after they've composed a, a draft, whether it's the first or it's the last, you know, what is the message we're getting at the end of this? You know, what are mm-hmm. what kind of box are they going to put you into? And you know, from my perspective, we want to avoid the box. We want to have that and factor of, you know, I'm intelligent, but I also have experience and mm-hmm. I'm also humble enough to reflect on, you know, what has got me to where I am. And if you can have that and factor that sets you apart, you're not as easily put into, oh, she's an athlete. Or, oh, you know, she loves to play games or she's got her nose in a book all the time um, and you become more interesting. So, you know, the, we mm. avoid the stereotypes in that sense. Yeah, I wanted to ask, I wanted to dig in on a couple of things you, you said earlier that you said people should not do. I think that it would be instructive just to kind of talk through why. Uh, the first is the Habitat for Humanity one. I think it's really interesting that you essentially don't recommend that kind of an essay. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about why that is? Sure. So we want to avoid repeating a theme that other students are going to be uh, mentioning within their essay. And it, mm-hmm. the personalization is so important. And that's not to say that every mission trip is the same. You may go on one to the Bahamas and I may go on one to Guatemala and, you know, they're not one in the same. So who's to say we wouldn't have two very different admissions essays with very different topics. So, but we want to try to avoid being put into that box of, oh, there's another one. And then they're not, we run the risk of the admissions officer not reading the entirety of our essay. So you want to vary it. So, you know, it's okay to mention that if that was significant. You know, I have a lot of students who are uh, very centered on their faith and they do a lot of mission trips and they have grown so much, some of which have discovered, you know, their professional callings as a result. Um, Mm. So, you know, I, I would be hard pressed to say you can't mention it, but it needs to be diversified in a way that it's your specific story with that mission trip. It's not a blanket statement that could be applied to anyone who does it. Right. And then, I mean, the other one that I thought was an interesting one that you wanted to avoid, in part because overcoming adversity is such a sort of, I don't want to say like easy, but it's it's a it's a topic that lends itself very well to the goals you're trying to accomplish when you're writing your college essay. Um, so the sports injury one, I thought was really interesting <laughs> that you shouldn't talk about that. Is that similar that it's just too many people talk about overcoming a sports injury or are there other aspects to it? It is. I think I think that's probably the biggest piece is that it's a commonality across the board mm-hmm. and and I call it the jock box and you know even my athletes I want you know athletics are important and don't get me wrong you know I'm I'm a sports-minded mom and you know I have a sports-minded family but it can't be everything and it 
admissions uh-huh. officers, you know, they care about your passions. And if athletics are at the heart of your passions, well, let's explore that a little bit um, further and understanding, you know, I've, I've had athletes that write uh, or have written admissions essays about uh, their competitive natures or an athlete that, um, you know, we could, we could look to their favorite athlete. Okay. Well, let's ask the question, why are they your favorite athlete? Let's break down their characteristics. How many of those Mm -hmm. do you embody or do you aspire to embody in your own life? And so again, it's getting at the core of the individual and that should be the objective of the essay is exploring Mm -hmm. who you are and your unique um, perspective, your unique voice. And, and that's what makes for a compelling essay as well. So, you know, you can talk about these topics again, but it has to be so special to you. And so if you suffered an athletic injury, you know, an unfortunate one at that, um, that's hard to get through. And for a lot of students, you know, especially, you know, fortunate students, that's the only adversity they faced in their life. So naturally, that's the first thing that they they come across. And it, so it seems like the natural content to talk about. But we need to break down that injury and, and what did they learn from it. Um, to give you an example, I have a student who had an athletic injury skiing. And mm. skiing was everything to her. And as a result, you know, she wanted to be on the mountain. She could not... Um, she couldn't see a winter without skiing, but she broke her leg. She broke her collarbone. It was a quite a traumatic injury um, and ended up working in the daycare at the, the the mountain and then found a calling. Now she's at school and she's an elementary education major and she uh, attributes this professional inclination to that experience. So that became a little mm. bit more of the story um, instead of just hyper-focusing on the moment. Right. And I mean, I think that you're also, when I hear this and hear you talk about it, I, I think of how it really is about not becoming like a one-dimensional character. Absolutely. Right. And I think the advice that I've heard is you should try to have at least two core dimensions to your like your common app personal statement mm-hmm. and though neither of those should be the things that are going to be on the other essays which are generally about like why your major right which is like yes. oh like what career do you want or what what are you excited about so it's like you need two things that are not just what you're into yes do you agree with that i do and and i actually go with three so <laughs> i'm gonna add one more onto that um and i like three only so that we really um ensure that we are avoiding overlap of other essays or predictability um, that admissions mm-hmm. officers might perceive. And the research shows, you know, you you get four and a half minutes with your essay if you're, if you're fortunate. Um, a lot of students don't even get that much. Uh, so mm-hmm. we want to make sure that it, the hook at the beginning is extraordinarily strong and that it keeps them wanting to know more. We need to get to know uh, him. We need to understand who he is and where is this going and, you know, invoke those questions so that that you are interesting. Yeah. And I think that's actually a really great segue into the next question, which is how do you make the essay compelling? Right. I think that, I mean, you mentioned the hook. I'd love to hear a little bit more about that, but then also just like the content of it all make, you know, I'm sure that they, these people read a hundred essays about, you know, really nice kids who, you know, it's just not going to stand out. <laughs> right. right. So how do you, 
How do you write an essay that really is captivating? Sure. And I I think this is where that personalization really comes in. Um, But also being aware of your mechanics and your grammar, (laughs) that it's fluent enough so that they Mm -hmm. can read more. Um, With the hook, you know, there's a, a variety of different ways that you could do it. You can start with a quote. You can start with a shocking experience that those are kind of the obvious ones. Um, but it's something that you want to be able to come full circle. Um, and sometimes, you know, you do need to start in the middle and kind of backtrack from there and unfold your story. Um, but we want to make it very interesting. And sometimes starting with something that's very special to you. You know, I have students who are bilingual and sometimes they'll change the language a bit in the beginning because that's something that is synonymous with their household. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they, they know multiple languages. And so they start with something that may be initially uh, confusing to the admissions officer, but maybe it is uh, thought provoking and compelling. So they want to learn more or something that's cultural and something that that's really special. Um, in fact, I have a Sri Lankan student who talked about a game called Omi and she just started with the competitiveness of Omi in the beginning of her intro. And I thought it was just fascinating because it was something I had never heard of before, but was special mm-hmm. to her family. So I think again, you know, we're, we're resonating or creating something that resonates with the student or the specific student and their family and their experiences. That, that to me is the most meaningful hook and then drawing off of that within the essay. Got it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then as you're, you know, let's say you got your first draft written and you're going through the editing process, like what are the things that you want to make sure that you're doing and looking for as you're editing and uh, and doing multiple rounds, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, we want it to be cohesive. We want the voice to be strong. And uh, with editing, I always recommend content first. Don't dive into the mechanics and the grammar until the content is is in a space that you want it to be. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think making sure that the content is showcasing the voice in such a way that, you know, we don't want to be regurgitating the admission or the academic transcript, or we don't want to be regurgitating the resume. Uh, It should not be a laundry list of here's what I've been a part of. There really should be a story. Think about the best books that you've Read or you've read or articles that hooked you and what was it that made you want to linger stay longer and I think right now we're in a, a stage where social media is uh students are so drawn to social media. So think about what are the posts that you want to read more about, right? What captivates your attention? And so the cohesiveness of the content is the beginning piece. And I do like it when uh, the conclusion can become a full circle moment and kind of wraps up the package of the remainder of the essay and, um, you know, the lesson that's learned or even a thought for the future. And, you mm-hmm. know, if the student has been adamant from the beginning, they want to talk about professional aspirations, um, maybe hint at it in the conclusion and then save that that content for your supplemental writing. So that way it almost becomes this hook in and of itself for the next piece that the admissions officers um, will read. Great. And then any you know closing advice on building a compelling essay? Um, I think just be thoughtful, be reflective, and don't be afraid to be 
vulnerable. Um, I think that self-awareness is such a critical part of what uh, college admissions officers look for in an application. They want to be sure that you're providing evidence, even if it's inferential within your essay, um, evidence that you can handle college courses, um, that you're bringing diversity to their campus. Um, You know, they don't want carbon copies of their students walking around, right? They want a campus that that is diverse and has unique perspectives and that you as a student are going to bring something uh, that is a unique vantage point uh, so that you can make their culture more interesting. And hopefully one day you graduate from that school as an alumni and they get to brag because you attended that university. Uh, mm-hmm. So don't be afraid in your admissions essay um, to, to have that compelling honesty. Great. Thank you so much. This has been Shift, a college admissions podcast for a changing world. Hosted by Tyler from Achievable with Sarah Cook from College Bound Career Ready. And you can get a free trial of Achievable's ACT course for free by visiting achievable.me. And if you like it, the code podcast will get you 10% off at checkout.